We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 455. We are live on Twitch, not YouTube, not tonight. YouTube, you're broken. I don't know why, but whatevs. This gives us an opportunity to connect with the Twitch side of things, so that's good. Um, Steve, how are you doing tonight? I'm all... I don't know what's going on. My time is off. Um, For those of you that don't know, I'm on vacation days this week. I'm not actually on vacation because it was impromptu, but I'm using vacation days. So I'm getting paid this week, even though I'm sitting on my ass playing video games all week. Eugene, did you just flip me off? (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. I did not. I did not. I did not. I saw it too. Justin, we don't see you, but we can hear you. How are you doing tonight? Oh, there he... Oh, Lord Almighty. It was well (laughs) worth it. (laughs) How are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, The the get-up, which, uh, if you're listening to the podcast uh, you're missing out on, uh, is because I'm showing off this uh, little doohickey uh, given to me by my buddy Schnazzy1, who uh, 3D printed it for me. Nice. So, uh, That's told him awesome. I'd show, told him, he's actually, hang on, <laughs> he's actually 3D printed a few things for me, but, uh, some of them need painting. That's why I haven't shown them off yet. But, uh, for my birthday, he 3D printed me, uh, N64 logo Ooh. and a GameCube logo. So I need to paint those and put them on stands, which is why I haven't showed them off yet. But, but does your yeah. GameCube logo make the sound? No, but it is three-dimensional. <laughs> That's so, so it's an, cool. So it's that a awesome. cube, and when you hold it at a certain angle, it makes the G and has the yeah. little cube oh thing through the middle. That's freaking awesome. You're I choked you, to, but it's on the other side of the room. <laughs> That's going to be a fun you one to sh- paint because you got to. Are you going to paint it like to kind of shade it I'm, so then it? I'm probably just going to spray paint it purple. Okay, but, that'll uh, work. But this, but this uh, Batman logo—I don't know if I said um, for the listeners what it is. It's a Batman emblem that is a replica of the one that was on his suit in the 1989 Batman that has the extra little like mm-hmm. tails and the really thin wings. So, I've always wanted one of those, and he said he could make it. So, thank you, Shnazzy. Nice, very nice, awesome. Awesome. Well, um, if you are not listening to us live, what are you doing? You can watch us on the TVs with the videos and things. <laughs> you can go to twitch.tv slash radio or go to our YouTube channel. Um, you can get to both of those from infendo.com and then you know subscribe to those uh, both of those links in, our, um, in that header menu there. Also from there, I, w- I want to bring this one up too as well. Go to our friend code um, little table that's on there and add your stuff. Um, I've been trading Pokemon gifts with Slacker Monkey daily. I um, added a few new um, people to my Switch um, friend code, so that was great. Yeah, let's let's get some game playing going on. Go and add your friend codes there. All right, well, we're going to move into the news, and we're going to let Justin take us away. We'll be right back. All right, our first piece of news for the night is one that has me really excited. It probably excites the rest of you guys. Um, Time Splitters might be coming back. Um, 
Yes. So uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Time Splitters was a game made for the PlayStation 2, and then the sequels also came out on GameCube and Xbox. Um, that was made by uh, former Rare developers who had worked on GoldenEye. Some of them had worked on Perfect Dark, so it had that same uh, the same feel as GoldenEye, but you know, very different uh, characters and plot and all that, obviously. But, uh, so Free Radical Design was a developer of that. They got bought by, uh, Crytek and became Crytek UK for a while and worked on the Crisis series and then got shut down. But, uh, Koch Media, that's K-O-C-H, no relation to the Koch brothers, if that matters to anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I looked up at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, the Cock Media, who uh, are own THQ Nordic, uh, acquired the rights to Time Splitters and uh, Free Radical's other first-person shooter, Second Sight. Um, as of yet, there aren't any games uh, announced. This just happened, like I think, literally today. But um, the uh, the CEO of Cock Media, whose name I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because he's German, um, said had this to say, quote, We are hugely excited to have acquired Time Splitters. The original game gave fans a massive con... Bleh. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> quote, We are hugely excited to have acquired Time Splitters. The original games gave fans a massive content offer and provided a pure and genuinely fun arcade shooter experience. We have many fans of the Time Splitters series among our own staff who are passionate about creating a product that will thrill today's gaming audience. So again, thus thus far there hasn't been anything uh, anything officially announced, but the franchise will be handled by Deep Silver, which is apparently a subsidiary of Cock Media. Um, so what do we think? Well, that. um, I, I'm, oh, hold on. Let me go first, because <laughs> I, go first. <laughs> I, 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 I think maybe, no, that's probably not true. I think Lucas is maybe a bigger Time Splitter fan than me. Right. What I was going to say is, I think aside from Justin, I might be the second biggest Time Splitters fan here. No offense, Steve, but like. No, you're not. No. Steve I, might I be above me because I never finished the third one, but you're doing better than me. <laughs> sure. I, I, I'm just ready for, and this is my hope. I hope that it brings back like the um, GoldenEye and, you know, Time Splitter objective style, mission objective type things, right? Yes, That's, and the nice uh, 10 to 15 minute levels. Like Halo, yeah. Halo and Call of Duty started this whole thing of, you know, levels and first person shooters taking an hour to beat. And right. I, I like the small chunks of, of the, the Time Splitters and, you know, the rare developed shooters. Agree, agree. Yeah, so that's why I'm. I, I hope that that comes back because I actually really like that. I like that, um, like you know, on a higher difficulty level, that there would be more objectives to make it, you know, harder to complete everything. I, I thought that was really good game design. So, Time Splitters was actually the I can't say very first first person shooter I ever played because it wasn't Doom and Quake were, but <laughs> it was the first one that. I really enjoyed playing. But uh, <clears throat> I think the reason I enjoyed it so much is because of the local co-op. And that's something that a lot of shooters seem to be missing nowadays is local co-op. 
Even like the new Doom, unless I'm mistaken, doesn't have it. And I love those, like you guys said, objective-based, you know, co-op games that aren't so much jumping around and doing all this weird stuff, but you run, you shoot, and you do stuff throughout the level. That's the kind of shooters that I enjoy. Those are the only ones that I'll even play, really. So. Yeah, can I also say that I kind of like not having to jump in my first-person shooter? Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I grew up on stuff like, you know, Doom and Wolfenstein, like the original Doom and Wolfenstein, and of right. course GoldenEye was, you know, was a huge... A huge thing for me, um, Perfect Dark, just as much. So when Halo came out and suddenly there was jumping, it just felt like it complicated things a little too much. I'm not even a fan of Metroid Prime for the same reason. I mean, in Metroid's defense, it was it's a, more. It was of a, a platformer first, right? I was gonna say it was. It was basically and, a Metroidvania game in first person, but right. And I understand that, but. It felt when it took that leap, no pun intended. It actually, <laughs> it actually felt too much <laughs> like a shooter, and not enough like a Metroid game for my personal taste. Yeah, so. um, and I, I guess the only thing I'm gonna, I'll append to that as kind of a unre- tangentially related side note. Mm-hmm. I just realized that Steve has the exact same sheets I used to have on my <laughs> bed when I was a bachelor. But anywho. <laughs> Um, as a as a side note to the whole, you know, first person uh, jumping Metroid. There we go. Lost my train of thought because of Steve's sheets. <laughs> Let me try this one more time. Tangentially related into that, I've never really considered the Prime Games part of the Metroid canon. I've always kind of considered those offshoots, which right. is why you know when. Uh, like Lucas gets all excited about Ridley and how big and important of a character he is. I'm like, not really. He's just like, you know, a recurring sub boss. He's, you know, <laughs> he's Bowser Jr. He's not that big a deal. But, you know, the the Prime games kind of built up all that lore that I never really considered official. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, um, we are going to move on to our next news topic, and we're going to let me take it. But we're going to take a little break before we do so. We'll be right back. Well, um, we finally are getting some data about the what's going to happen with the Switch's online and one of the things that got announced was that Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 was going to be one of the games that's going to launch with the service in September. So, um, first of all, I think this is great. I, I think this is kind of a no-brainer though, like obviously Super Mario Brothers 3 was going to be available on the streaming service, like that's right. kind of one of the ones that I expected. But, uh, my question is, now, is this going to have co-op online that we can play through this through the online service? Because that's what I really want. Because, I, I mean, I've played this game a million times, but I've never played it with Justin, or I've never played it with Steve or Lucas, so, like, that'd be really I, cool. Well, there is, no, well. there is no real co-op in Mario 3, but there is that little, you know, Mario no, Brothers no, remake. There's co-op. There's, you can well, do two-player, right. and then you switch off, and... You yeah, know. I, I, wouldn't, I don't consider that That's co-op, what I think. But... I think it's going to be past-the-controller-style online play. Which, well. would I would, which I would love. Yeah. Just, like, which just, do, just do what Mario yeah. Brothers 3 already did in the two-player mode, right. which was basically that. 
and Which, then what was what was cool about that though was like remember how like if you beat a level and then like there's the little spot and then you can choose that level to go to the mini game thing and steal the person's mm-hmm. items and stuff like that that right. was cool that well, was I cool. forgot about the item stealing that yes. was yeah. that was cool um do we yeah. know if they're bringing super nintendo games to this service at some point no uh, we don't know anything Justin, yet Justin, think about this donkey kong country 2 online co-op me and you Ooh. Um. Okay. Um, Donkey <laughs> Country. Anything in co-op is Touché. just is just we a can horrible finally experience. Settle the score of who's better. <laughs> I I, I want to um if they're gonna do Super Nintendo then let's get Secret of Mana I I know that's only three players but that was a really fun co- uh, game co-op if you could get the how people. often Bomberman are all four of us together anyway. <gasps> right. Yeah. Bomberman. Well, yes. So I, I think we're kind of um, getting ahead of ourselves here a, a little bit, but um, so what do you guys think about the online service finally getting a uh, release announcement? Well, and they've given us a time frame too. I don't know if it says it in this article, but they confirmed at some point that it's going to be second half of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we already so knew we're September, but now but... they've said second half. So I mean we're just narrowing that window some more. <laughs> so I'm and... stoked. Uh, Nintendo not... loves giving us these vague windows and then, you know, <laughs> narrowing them down. Usually they're somewhat related to the fiscal year, but this time it's just probably whenever they get all the bugs worked right. out. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. I, I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to paying for it, but at the same time it's 20 bucks for me and my wife, or is it 30 35. 35. 35 for a family okay. plan, so uh, 20 for an individual, and I'm still trying... to put me and my wife on that, that's fine. I was paying for a sixty year. for PS4. Yeah. Or fifty and that's, sixty. I think it's sixty and that's for one person. Yeah. And that's yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll take two people for thirty five bucks. I don't mind. And yeah. Justin, to answer your question <laughs> on Twitter from earlier, I'm sure you'll, there you'll, will be a way to upgrade your plan. You'll take two people for thirty five bucks? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I take two people for less than that. Show him what he's got, Alex. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have the, fun with the outtakes this time. <laughs> yeah, the, um, I, I, I think that this is. I mean, you know, again, kind of all no-brainer stuff. I think the real information is going to either we're not gonna know until it launches, or they're gonna let us know kind of in little bits and pieces. Like the real information. Like again, like are we gonna be able to play these games? online together like that like how cool would that be like hockey like like just you know black box Ooh. hockey together or something like that that'd be so oh cool. yeah i'm down for for some black box ice hockey well, yeah and, <laughs> and here's the nice thing about this all of us already play online anyway so all of us are getting this service regardless this is just stuff that we get that goes with it like i'm already right. paying for a service they're giving me mario effectively because i'm paying for a service i know i'm gonna need I'm good mm-hmm. with more games that I don't necessarily have to pay extra for. Plus, there's cloud saves for... And it sucks that cloud saves are locked behind a paywall, and I know we've had that discussion before. But right. at the same time, most people that would care about cloud saves, and I say most, but most people that would care about cloud saves are online anyway, so they're probably mm-hmm. already going to be a subscriber, and I almost wonder if that's why Nintendo made that decision. I don't yeah, agree well, with it. I think it should be standard on the Switch that they're going to operate uh, as much as I hate to disparage one of my favorite companies, I think Nintendo made that decision because they want people to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. Didn't they announce at some point that like the free to play stuff you're not gonna have to have a subscription for, or am I am I misremembering that? I think you ha- I think like the NES games and everything, you have to have a subscription to access no, I'm, them. I, I, I'm talking about He's like talking a Fortnite, Fortnite or something Fortnite like oh, that. That I don't know. I, I mean, have... I suppose if that's handled by external servers, it's up to them. But mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, if they have to connect through Nintendo, then you know. Might I guess be it remains to be seen. I know Minecraft Realms requires the Nintendo online service, because I looked into that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess to kind of close off, like I, I don't expect Nintendo to like add any extra functionality into these like decades-old games. I just want them to at least give me, you know, something like online play, which is already available in emulators that you can freely avail, uh, you know, download online. By the way, you know, like this is a thing. Let's just give it to us, please. I want it so bad. Okay. Yeah, other other people have already figured it out. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some leakages, and Steve's going to take us away. We'll be right back. All right. Speaking of games that uh, require online to play... Um, there was a leak that happened today. Um, Forbes published an article um, detailing a port that we had no idea that we were getting, but it's one that I actually kind of wanted from the beginning. Um, Diablo 3 is coming to Switch. Um, there's a couple of facts. I'm going to read about it real quick, and then we'll kind of go th- go from there. Uh, the Switch version is called The Eternal Collection. It's going to feature four-player local multiplayer on a single Switch, Four-player local multiplayer on four separate Switch units, of course. Um, Play online through the Switch service. Cloud save support. It'll have the Reaper of Souls and Rise of the Necromancer expansion packs, plus all the other added content and updates. It'll be 60 bucks. It's got Nintendo-exclusive in-game bonuses, which are a Ganondorf armor set, a Triforce portrait frame, a Cuckoo pet. Oh, that's awesome. Hmm. And... Echoes of the Mask Cosmetic Wings. I'm not sure what those are. Oh, those must be the purple wings that are on Ganondorf's back. I'm stoked. Um, I have Diablo 3 The Reaper of Souls Edition on PlayStation 4. And much like most of my other PlayStation 4 games, I never turned it on because it's on my PS4. And I would have had to do it through remote play. Right? I know it's a good game. I know I'm going to enjoy said game. I just See, and and that's the thing. The PlayStation I, I, 4. I ended up having um, a really good time with that game because I ended up linking up with a buddy and playing it, you know. But like, if I wasn't playing it with somebody else, I would probably would have been the same and thing, see, you know. I only had one buddy playing it, and he was playing it on PS3, and I was playing it on PS4, so we couldn't really link up that way. Yeah, I've um, never played a Diablo game, so I'm not sure if this really excites me. But you know, since oh, it, it there's should. a chance, it's really good. This, it, since there's a chance that people I know might be playing it, that definitely I'll, I'll, increases my interest. <laughs> I'll for sure be playing it. And did they say that this? Oh, they ha- they haven't said when this is coming out yet. Um, just later this year is basically all they've said. Um, I had another point I was going to make. Oh, it's the first time a Blizzard game has ever been available on Switch, which begs another question, because I'm going to bring up some uh, other dirt. If you're Blizzard account has been tied to a PlayStation 4, are you going to be able to tie it to your Switch? Or are you going to have to start over? 
That's Thanks, Sony. Good question. <laughs> I just thought of that. And uh, like, yeah, oh, I think we already no. know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be bad. So the, get ready, the, get ready for more hate on Sony here in a few weeks when that comes out. Um, if, if the um, if the rumors are to be believed, the um, I'm excited for the pet and the um, new armor and stuff like that. So that sounds pretty yeah. cool. The um, Kuko and the um, Ganondorf armor. Yeah, and there is a picture of the Ganondorf farmer in this article we have, and it looks really, really, excuse me, really, really good. Mm-hmm. You can tell that they put a lot of work into it. It and it seems to fit better than I think the uh, Zelda armor does in Skyrim. To be honest, like I just sure I think that this, that the Breath of the Wild armor in Skyrim looks a little out of place because this is Ganondorf in such a dark world. I think it actually looks really, really good. Just looks a little sure. weird to see him holding that scythe. Right. I, I'm glad that it has all of the expansions in there, as it should, obviously. It right. sounds like it's going to have cloud save support, so that's interesting. Yeah. Like, that's new. I wonder if you're going to be able... Mm, probably not. But I wonder if you're going to be able to, like, transfer your Switch save to, like, say, the PC or something like that. I don't think that's ever been a thing. Like, I don't even think you it could has, do that on PS4. You could, well, oh, really? You could, you could transfer characters between your blizzard account oh yeah because from it's tied to your blizzard account right but there again we run <laughs> into that did you ever play on playstation 4 and <laughs> god help me if my uh, blizzard account is tied to my current email address i use because if so i'm gonna have to use one of my other email addresses for that account and i hate <laughs> doing that <laughs> uh yeah it's like gonna be i bummer. might just have to delete my old one and start a new one which i'm fine with <clears throat> This uh, Diablo is really great for four-player co-op too. I mean, obviously that's like what it's built on. But like, oh man, it, it, if they can get it right on the Switch, and I don't see why they couldn't. Like, it came out on PS3, Xbox 360, as you mentioned already. So like, you know, I think this is gonna be great. Yeah, the, a lot of people though. It's just another port that we're getting that a lot of people are gonna be pissed off about because. We've got too many ports, but guess what? It's a wide variety of games we've never had on placed on Nintendo systems before. Sure, I'm totally okay with all the ports. Like I know a lot of people kind of get uppity about that, but like, don't I'm buy it if it. you don't want it. You know, like yeah, it's exactly. more options. Yeah, they're they're usually high quality ports of good games. So, you yeah. know, and you know the one of the advantages to it is that there's. Sorry, Winnie, I just elbowed my cat. Um, is that it's portable and, now. So, you know, all these games right. that people, you know, poured 100 hours into years ago, they can do it again, but, you know, it's during a, a lot, break at work or while waiting in line. It's a lot easier to pour hours into a game when it's in your hand versus on You're your not TV. wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not wrong. I, I, it, I mean, we talk about this, like, e- each and every switch, week. But the like, switch effect. It's literally, switch. the Switch makes games better. Like, it really yeah. does, so. All right, well, we're going to make this show better by ending the news and moving into Nintendoons. But we're going to take a little break so I can prepare, and I am hosting, so you better get ready for that. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody! This is Nintendo Radio. Wait, no, this is Nintendo Radio. (laughs) Oh my this, God, is, this is Nintendo, <laughs> and we're here 
No! This is live! We're doing it live, kids! Um, yeah, this is the Nintendo section. This is the portion which you all are here for, I'm assuming, because this is the funnest part of the show. This is the section where I have a bunch of Nintendo tracks, or at least tracks from games that appeared on Nintendo consoles, and these fine gentlemen are going to try and guess what game they came from. Um, so I have only three tracks that I can choose from on my section because there was a ton, a ton of Patreon suggestions. So if you were a part of the Patreon, thank you for suggesting that. If you are not a part of our Patreon, what are you doing? Go to patreon.com slash radio and you can join up for two bucks. That's it, two bucks. And you can, you know, suggest a song or t- uh, for the Nintendo section. There you um, go, Justin. There goes your win. It's not just Eugene tonight. <laughs> I stand yeah, well. a chance. So my, um, I'm going to start off with one of my tracks. And my theme is um, going to be music from games that appeared on the Nintendo Switch. So there no, you go. I'm out. I, I thought I, you were I, just going to do music from games. I was going to be like, really? <laughs> Isn't that kind of what we do? <laughs> I could work with that, but, you know. The, the reason I chose it this is because um, all of the games, or most of the games that came from Patreon, uh, from our patrons, were from, like, retro, like NES, SNES. So I figured oh, I'd... I'm screwed. Yeah, I figured I'd bring I in the, um, the regular games, or not the regular games, the RPGs, current games. I don't play RPGs, so I'm still screwed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to get started. Here is your first track. Again, this one comes from me. I think this is going to be easy, so uh, get your buzzers ready. Silence the game. One point for Justin. I assume you need it to go up then. Here we go. It actually sounds familiar. It should. How's volume? Too high? Too low? Uh, was... uh, It's a little too low right now. Let me turn it up then. Better? God, this is going to be a fun Nintendians. Me and Justin sitting here while we think. Is this uh, yours or... or Yeah, this is one of Eugene's. Yeah, this is one of mine. So it's a Switch game. Mm-hmm. Here is your next track. <laughs> what system? <laughs> is this Owlboy? It is not Owlboy. Is this Skyrim? It is not Skyrim. <sighs> you had us going there for a sec, Eugene. <laughs> All right. Um, is it Dark Souls? It is not Dark Souls. Your first hint, though, is that this game is a port of a game that released on a previous generation. Actually, in this particular case... uh, Yeah, I'll give you the hint. In this particular case, it's from two generations ago. Ha! De Blob? It is not De Blob. Here is your next track. Good guess. Now let me let me clarify. Two generations ago would be 
Xbox, PlayStation 2, and Wii? No. Correct. Oh, yeah. Or not Wii, GameCube, but yeah. Well, that would be three generations ago for Nintendo, so. I mean, it was weird because the Nintendo had, like. They're all. They're always staggered, but. Yeah. If this was from the Xbox, PlayStation 2, and technically the GameCube generation. However, this game came out after the GameCube was gone. Okay. And it was re-released on the Switch. This is correct. Here's your next track. Wait, is this from Okami? Yep. This is Okami. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Justin is on the board. Good job, Justin. I did not pick that one up yet. It's so good. I love Okami. And the music is rad. Like, I think there's like 80 tracks in that soundtrack, and they're all good. I just think it's a little too Japanese for me. <laughs> all right. Here is your next turning track. Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. Um, I really think let so. me make Fine. sure I no, get the no, correct no, person no. here. Turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Fine. All right. No, retro. No, Justin, no. this is your point. <laughs> Okay, so Retro. here's your next uh, track. Metroid, uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> this one is um, going to be... A, yes, it's going to be a Patreon suggestion. Um, this one isn't going to be so retro. Um, I guess technically this came out in the same generation that this one did. Here's your next track. This one comes from One Schnazzy One. Oh, pressure's on, Justin. So if you didn't pick up on it, your first hint is that this was a GameCube game. Is this Prime Two? No. I assume that also eliminates Metroid Prime One. It was gonna be my guess. Yeah, not Metroid. A little too Here. dark and atmospheric to be time splitters. Is it Resident Evil Zero One or Two? Uh, no. Or I, I guess, didn't hear the question. Or I guess Three or Code Veronica. Is it one of the Resident Evil games? Oh, okay. Ports? Negative. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Guys. <laughs> um, Sounds your so sis- familiar, but your second hint is that <clears throat> excuse me, your second hint is that this game is a 2014. I'm sorry, 2004 title, and this is brought to you by Free Radical Design. Is this That's second sight? Very well done, Justin. <laughs> that was too much of a hint, maybe. That was too much of a hint, <laughs> considering they've pretty much only done Time Splitters and Second Sight. That's their entire I- library. Right. <laughs> I should have given you the publisher, which was Codemasters. Well, That's Justin is on the board again with two points, so he is in the lead. Um, we are going to move on to another patron suggestion because. Is that, is, do you, sorry for for a second sight. Do you have the composer up there? Is it Graham Norgate? Um, your composer is Graham Norgate. That's why it sounded so familiar. It sounded very time splitters. 
Very nice. That's that's a good pull, actually. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna give you points, another so. Patreon suggestion. This one comes from one Malik Emrys. Um, this one I think is going to be a tough one, so I'm probably gonna come at you with the hints. But anyways, here we go. I think my cat just tried to attack my face. I love this soundtrack. Very like 90s. Your cat loves dancing. No, she does <laughs> not. In fact, my cat hates me at the moment. Is uh, this... I'm guessing this is Super Nintendo. This is Super Nintendo. However, is it, it, it also released on the Sega Genesis and the 3DO. 3DO. Is it licensed? It is not licensed. Here is your next track. Is this Earthworm Jim 1 or 2? It is not Earthworm Jim 1 or 2. Is this Gex? No. I'm going to give you your publisher and your developer because I don't think either is going to help you. At least it wouldn't have helped me. So I'm give your you developer cuz I don't think they'll help. <laughs> <laughs> so your developer is PF Magic and your publisher is Accolade. Sweet. Yep. No. No good. Yeah, <laughs> Tells yeah, me right? nothing. I'm going to give you another track and then I'm going to give you another hint. All right, so this game, um, as mentioned before, was uh, you know developed for three different consoles. Um, this game was a fighting game, a 3D action fighting game, according to Wikipedia. 3D action fighting game. Well, I know it isn't. <sighs> fighting game. What is 3D action fighting game? Is that like a beat 'em up or something? Um, if if I had it, this looks like a um, like a Street Fighter s game, but just like just the only like, thing that comes to mind is Street Fighter one or two. But Justin would have got that by now. No, and it's not Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it it's like got like a um, like you know, like it it's got like a pseudo 3D. I guess like a 3.5D. Like the characters look like they're rendered in 3D. For what a Super Nintendo could do, anyways, and then um, you know the backgrounds are just static or whatever, you know. Is it that. balls? Ha! Holy moly! This is was balls right. 3D. Jeez! Wow! I didn't mean... What the hell is balls? Wow! That's what you need to suck. Huh? I said that's what you need to suck. <laughs> God. God, I'm not gonna get a point tonight. I, I, Good. I, I am flabbergasted that you got that one. Congratulations! I didn't know balls came out for anything but the Super Nintendo, so I took a shot in the dark. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Good pull there. All right, so we're gonna move on to a track from one Jay Z Beast. Um, this do you one. Want me to just come, come back when you guys are done. <laughs> <laughs> this one is not a retro game, and it is not a troll track. So here we go.
did you give us console already or I did not um, this game Nintendo was multi-console this when it released on a Nintendo console it released on switch Like All right, um, let's get you another track and then let's start getting you some hints here. Okay, so this game um, was first released on PC in early access. There's, your, there's a hint for you. Paladins? This is not Paladins. Yeah, this does not sound like a um, fast-paced, competitive first-person shooter here. Alright, here is your next track. Um, okay, here's another hint as well. So, this game is a... A, a, Wikipedia classifies it as a roguelike, a roguelike, as well as a Metroidvania. Dead Cells. This is... game is Dead Cells. Well done, right. Steve. You had me at roguelike. There's, <laughs> there's not too many of those on the Switch. I don't even know what that means. So yeah, it's procedurally generated. Basically. Yeah, it's really. I I played it on PC and it's really good. And I didn't get into it much on PC because it was on PC. I want to pick it up on Switch because I know that's where it belongs. You know, in a handheld right. form. So I'm excited to do so. We'll All right, thank you, Jay Z Beast. <laughs> thank you, Jay Z Beast, for um, your suggestion. Again, if you'd like to suggest a song for the Nintendo section, you can too by going to Patreon.com/slash Radio. Moving out of some Patreon suggestions, we're going to move into one of mine. Um, this one, I think, is going to be um, maybe tough. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, this game appeared on Switch, remember, because that's part of my theme. So here we go. Star Trek. <laughs> 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 it is not Star Trek. I was thinking Army, the video game. Well, my other guess would be Jurassic Park. <laughs> Neither of those is correct. <laughs> now it sounds like a musical. My <laughs> messer robbed the game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a interesting game it'd be long <laughs> here would it be rhythm based is this LA Noir? ha I knew I shouldn't have picked that track yeah this game is indeed LA Noir. well done Justin you are firing on all cylinders tonight I swear like can he hasn't won in a while. He needs a good win. <laughs> I can't pull him past you today. <laughs> All right. Um, moving well, on. Because you're actually playing you games team. I've heard of. <laughs> we moving on to a, um, another track from a Patreon suggestion. 
This one comes. This one comes to you from Phantom. And away we go. All right, Phantom. What have you been playing? I know he's, have you done? he's done. He's done with Octopath, but that's all I've seen him talk about lately. That I remember. It's an RPG, isn't it, Eugene? Kind of. Here is your next track. We sports? Nope. Go vacation? Uh, nope. That was actually going to be my guess after. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded very Nintendo. Mario Tennis? Nope. This. <laughs> is Mario Tennis Aces. Holy crap. What you've gotten yeah. from this? Well, yeah. yes, only because it's Bowser's theme, but I found most of the Mario Tennis music to be pretty that, generic, so... <laughs> so that, I, I was going to throw that one in at the end. This one I should have probably given you to you first. This is Wario and Waluigi's theme, and it, I don't think anybody would have gotten it from here. But, so congratulations, Steve. So how far is, you, is Justin beating me by I think it's two to three right oh. now, actually. How is that? Um, off? It is two to four. Two wow. to four. So yeah, Justin is ahead by two, but Steve, so there's still. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, this could still happen. We still got some tracks that I think you might be suited for. By um, the way, probably not. That blizzard probably... just showed up. Ooh. <laughs> probably it, not this one because I don't even know what um, game this is. Maybe you do, Steve. Let's find out. This comes from one Mike Corky Dog, and away we go. I almost said Mortal Kombat, but I know. It's not Mortal then it Kombat. got all then it got all weird and electronic. <laughs> it's interesting. So in interestingly, interestingly enough, this is also a fighting game, and this also appeared on the Super Nintendo. Killer Instinct? Nope. Um, this game um, also um, was on the Genesis. Primal Rage? It is not Primal Rage. Here is your next track. Is there one called Primal Roar or something like that? Or there's Bloody Roar. There's both, actually. Yeah, no, oh, you're, no, you're right. Bloody Roar, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's neither of those. Uh, Alright, your next hint is that um, this game was published by Namco and developed by Visual Concepts. What system is this? Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Genesis. Right. Tekken didn't exist back then, so... What fighting game did Namco have before Tekken and Soul Calibur? 
Interestingly enough, Justin, Wikipedia says that, um, where did I see that there? Okay, yeah, interestingly enough, they're saying that, um, this game has been alleged to be the basis of Namco's Soul Edge Caliber series. Here is your next track. It sounds interesting. It looks cool. Um, yeah, I might have to look this up because I do love the Soul games. Yeah. Put it on your SNES Classic. Um, Alright, so another hint, I guess, is that... Um, man, I don't really have many other hints for you. Um, yeah. Uh, according to Wikipedia, this game has an aggressive blocking system similar to Street Fighter 3's parry system. I got nothing. I don't even know any other fighting games. I don't I'm gonna know, give you like, one more track, because that's the, all I the got. The names of various fighting games are going through my head, but I don't think any of them go back that far. Bushido Blade? It's um, not Bushido Blade. This game did not have a sequel either, I don't believe. Battle Arena Toshin Den was a PlayStation game. And I don't think it was even Namco. Y'all give up? Yeah. Yeah, this one's a tough one. I've never heard of it. I, I definitely want to check it out. Um, this game was called Weapon Lord. Weapon Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of it. I'm, I'm gonna write that down because that's something I want to check out. All right, we're gonna move on to another Patreon Patreon suggested track. This one comes to you from one minus sixty four, and away we go. Oh boy. Sounds like the exact same game. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? Not anymore. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it is, but I like it. <laughs> I don't know any Here's of the next tracks tonight. Holy crap. Okay, so um, let's get a hint here. Um, this game is, according to Wikipedia anyways, a side-scrolling platform adventure. Never did, I give you, did I give you console yet? yet? Sounds like Super Nintendo. This is a Super Nintendo game. See, Justin doesn't need but, hints. He knows everything. However, it also appeared on the Amiga, the Amiga CD32, the Game Boy Advance, MS-DOS, Mega Drive, the Genesis, and, and finally, of course, the Super Nintendo. Not many systems, and it's a game I've probably never heard of. You, I bet you've license? heard of it, like, tangent, like, just in passing. Is it licensed? Justin, what you got? It is not licensed. I'm going to give you your next track, and then I'm going to give you a sneaky hint 
to see how well you know your video game lore. Alright, so this game is made by a developer that is no longer in, in existence that went under the name Silicon and Synapse. The company's still in existence, that company is not. It's, it's named something else. I know this music. So this game Sorry. <laughs> This game on the Super Nintendo was published by Interplay. Ah uh, balls. Um is No, you already guessed that game. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I would like to clarify that when I did guess that game, I was actually guessing the game balls. And not it just wasn't saying balls. <laughs> okay, want to make Here's sure your next that, track. that it is okay. Silicon something or other interplay. What's the um, genre? Platformer. Um, the genre, according to Wikipedia, is a side-scrolling platform adventure. Um, this isn't also, Playmates, is it? It's not, no. It okay. does say that it's, a, it's kind of a pl puzzle platformer as well, though. So, you know, take that for what it is, what you will. All right. I'm going to give you a hint that should probably maybe give it away. But we'll find out. Um, so, remember Silicon and Synapse? Well, they no longer exist anymore. That's because um, they were absolved by another company, their parent company who published the Game Boy Advance game under the name Blizzard. Lost Vikings? This is Lost Vikings! <laughs> I knew that was gonna give it away. <laughs> There's not very many Blizzard games on SNES. No. Very nice. But there's guessing. going to be one more now, so. Yeah, right? I want them to bring Hearthstone actually I, to the Switch if it finally I didn't know it. this. I was say I didn't know this came out on anything else, but it doesn't surprise me that it came out on computers. So. <laughs> yep, right. All right. Good job, Minus. You almost stumped him. I shouldn't have given him that last hint, and I probably would have stumped him. But that's okay. <laughs> that's no fun. Um, we're going to move on to one of my tracks. My final track, I believe. Um, here we go. Again, Switch game. Go vacation. It is not. That sounded like a Pikmin. So, um, yeah, Switch games. Um, I don't really want to give you any hints right now. Uh, well, thanks for that. So, let's go ahead and give you another track instead. My god, if I don't know this game, I know the composer. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. 
Alright, so this game um, appeared on the Nintendo Switch, as I said earlier, but this game also launched with the Nintendo Switch. Is this Rayman Legends or whatever? Ooh, good guess, but no. Or the other Rayman game Denver that... Clips? Origins? No. Okay, there you go. Here's your next track. Snipper clips or... HA! Yeah? This is Snipper Clips! My next oh. guess, what was the one with the Harry Potter wizard game that the name I can never remember? That one where it's the big minigame collection that launched the Switch? Oh, one two switch. Yeah, that was oh, the, that yeah. was my next guess. <laughs> Harry Potter, what? It's got that wizard looking mini game where you hold the thing out like this, <laughs> and you get the ball of light to go this way and that way. Every Have time ever... I think of one two switch, I I uh, think of that cowboy mini game because that's the one that they yeah. were advertising yeah. all the time. <laughs> I know which game you're talking about though. Yeah. All right, good job, Steve. So that brings us to a score of, I think, five to three. Steve, I think if you get these, uh, I think you can actually tie this up. That would suck for you. Oh, Lord Almighty, you're, my, <laughs> you're not wrong. It wouldn't be the first time we've tied up on your week. <laughs> All right, well, I found, I found my track. Um, we've got two tracks remaining. They're both from me. Sidney. Um and Steve, this is your opportunity to perhaps win. I don't know. Let's find out. Um, nah. You still working on that novel? We go. Bunch of bunch of characters. Remember, switch. Oops. Ukulele. I'm sorry. Ukulele. Not ukulele. Rayman Legends. This Rayman isn't Rayman Legends. <laughs> Origins was announced. Jesus Christ. I pl I've played that game completely through twice. Once on Vita and once on Wii U. Nice. Oh, man. I'm getting nervous, Steve. <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin's so my next track I also have to get, but I, I know where it is. Love oh, the shirt, Lord. Justin. Huh? Oh, I didn't know. Ah! I just dripped. <laughs> I just dripped hot um, sweat on myself. <laughs> pot well, sweat. I, got this, I like it. I got this little crock pot in front of me, and it's you know condensating, and then it dripped yeah, on me. Yeah, you got to be careful what up. kind of pot you're talking about on air. The feds will come get you. <laughs> They've already said they're going to arrest me six times over the last two weeks. So, oh god, well, forty-eight hour notice, everybody. Quit scratching <laughs> your balls on the internet. I know, right? Shoot. <laughs> All right, guys, here's your final track. Um, this is a game, another, again, another Switch game. Really sad that I haven't played it. Um, it's got some fantastic music. All right, uh, away we go. Indiana Jones. <laughs> it is not Indiana Jones. <laughs> this is one of yours? This is. Is this Monster Hunter? It is not Monster Hunter. God, I know this. The hell is it? <laughs> is this uh, Kirby? It's not Kirby. Is this ukulele? It is not ukulele. Here's your next track. Is it a jackal? This is basically the same song. 
<laughs> well, here's your next track. Which is what made me think ukulele. <laughs> I can't even turn on my switch to see what games Blossom you've Tale. played. It is not Blossom Tale. Stardew Valley. It is not Stardew Valley. Stop getting closer. Ah, Eugene. I don't know that I would say you're getting closer, actually. I would say that um, whoever said ukulele was the closest. Here's the next track. Damn it. What's close to you on this I've played this, haven't I, Eugene? Oh, yeah. Is this Mario and Rabbids? This is Mario Pick and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. You know, I almost guessed that <laughs> earlier, it. but I figured if it was, Steve would have gotten it right off the bat, so I just kind of dismissed that thought. No, because the only, like... I I played maybe 20 hours of the story, and then I put like 15 hours into the DLC. <laughs> yeah, Did I, I just obviously steal a Grant this is. Score yeah, from you? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna Steve? say obviously this is uh, closer to ukulele because Grant Kirkhope, duh. But yeah. <laughs> All right, job, that was Justin. fun. That was Nintendo's. That was Yay, the Grant Kirkhope hour. Justin is the wiener. He has. Um, I don't know how many you have for the year, but obviously you got another one on your tally. I will look on the break. So we're going to take a little break here. Justin's going to... um, He's going to collect his spoils, and we will be right back. All right, welcome back to Infendo Radio. Uh, we just finished up with Nintendo's, which I won for nice. the first time. For the first time in forever, I, don't I hate that won Nintendo's tonight. <laughs> Steve, okay, what is I, the official tally for the year, by the way, since you checked? Um, we'll, we'll come back later. to that. Be- yeah, just, I've already put you on the spot there. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we are moving on into uh, the question block. And uh, our first question comes from Minus64. By the way, if you would like to suggest a question, ask a question, I guess is what you would call it in in the language that we call English. Um, If you would (laughs) like to ask us a question, um, just go to Patreon and uh, join us at the $3 level. Minus64 says, give us some three-word... Sorry, I'm hitting puberty. Give us some three-word reviews for. Well, I'll 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 give them to let's you ju- after. Let's just do them one at a time. Right. All right. So, three-word review for Breath of the Wild. Go. Oh, really God. long, really long game. <laughs> uh, Most immersive, addictive Zelda. <laughs> I'm gonna go with immersive open world. Okay. All right. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. Lots of moons. Didn't like it. (laughs) Mario's back, baby. (laughs) Octopath Traveler. Hang on. Hang on. I've I've almost got it. (laughs) Not Bravely Default. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with 
uh, still need a play. Uh, I don't love how play RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Kirk. Kirby says Kirby All Stars, but I don't think that says Kirby. I assume that means the Kirby Star Allies. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Kirby Star Allies. Lots of characters. Hmm. Oh. Played the demo. <laughs> Kirby's for babies. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, you just don't know Kirby the way we do. <laughs> Lucas's. Gonna kill you. Three <laughs> <words>. <laughs> I think there's some cheating involved. And last but not least, Mario Tennis Aces. Disappointing online game. Wow, we got multi-syllable here. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, incomplete, still like. Fun with friends. Ah. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna say I didn't find the online and Mario Tennis that disappointing, but I played it with the three of you guys, so you know. Uh, honestly, yeah. if I played um, it with strangers, I would have hated it. They've addressed a lot of my issues with the game. Well, not a lot. They addressed one of the issues with the game, I guess, that retry <laughs> functionality on the single player. I was actually finally able to beat the single player completely, and you know, beat. You know, I think the last one I had to beat was like Kamik or whatever Kamik, however the heck you say that name oh, on the, on the ship. I'm stuck. And, one of, that's the one I'm stuck on, right? Yeah. Here. And well, now that there's the retry feature, it's not so brutal. So when you lose, you don't have to go through that whole dialogue sequence anymore. So like, I 100% of that game finally. Well, not 100% of it because I'm actually going through the tournament and beating it with each person now. Um, I've beaten it with everybody on the main cup thing. But uh, n not now I'm working through the medium cup and the hard cup, so that'll be fun. Um, anyways, thank you, Minus64, for bringing us that question. Steve, why don't you take us away with Phantoms? Before we do that, we're going to interrupt with a score update for Nintendoons for the year. Okay, um, okay. E Eugene currently stands at 14 points. Lucas has 13 points. Mm -hmm. I have five points. Justin has three points, and Mike still has two. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, so Justin, Steve. you're beating Mike. Good job. Um, <laughs> now, Fan Fan <laughs> now, right? Phantom asks, not sure if this will come up in the show, but it's looking more and more likely that Philip Mewson plagiarized almost everything he has ever written, to the point IGN has taken down pretty much everything he's ever written on the site. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? A um, little bit of background. Tough, right? For those of you that haven't been following this whole situation, Philip Mewson was a former writer for IGN. Um, it was found that he plagiarized his uh, Dead Cells review, and he was subsequently let go. The review was taken down, redone by somebody that actually did the review. Um, but it, and you know, IGN basically issued a former, a formal apology over the whole thing. Um, since then it's come out that basically every article he's ever written has been public or has been and plagiarized video. and videos have mm -hmm. been plagiarized from not only IGN, like he plagiarized from his own coworkers in some cases. Hmm. Um, oh, but there's other sites, um, there was just one that came out today. I'm wanting to say it was Nintendo Life, but don't quote me on that. Yes. 
Okay, so Nintendo Life was one. He's plagiarized from Wikipedia. Um, yeah, but basically everything he's ever done was plagiarism. Um, so here's my take on the whole thing. He was fired. His shit was taken down. Let's move the fuck on. I'm tired of hearing about this at this point. We get I... it. He's a liar. He's a plagiarizer. He was let go. IGN dealt with it. Let's just quit, you know, getting publicity just because of it at this point. We get it. This whole thing has basically ruined Dead Cells for me. And not because Dead Cells is a bad game or because there's anything wrong of it, but because I'm so sick of hearing the title. Like, just hearing the title pisses me off at this point. Like, I, I don't so know let's that just, that's let's just fair to the game. It's, no, yeah, it's that's, not. That's, that's <laughs> it's a rather irrational... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it is, and I fully understand that, so... Um, I, I mean... I think it's important us us being journalists. I guess. I mean, none of us. I think. I don't think any of us have degrees in journalism. But um, Brian Altano uh, wrote something about this and posted it on Twitter. And uh, to paraphrase what he said, um, you know, people like us and for, who work for IGN, GameSpot, all these, you know, Nintendo Life, all these other sites, they get these jobs because they're passionate about what they do you know like we at infendo write about what we love and what we love is video games what we love is nintendo and if you are stealing someone else's material to get content it's disingenuous and i mean not only not only that but it's illegal obviously and and dishonest but it's disingenuous to the people who hired you the people who read you the people who follow you to say Oh, I love video games. I love Nintendo. Oh, I love playing these things, but I'm not going to put the effort into it. Now, me personally, I'm lazy. So <laughs> rather than lie and say I played this game and here's my review, I just you know I write my reviews as I play things. So, but you know, it would never occur to me to say, oh, I never played this game. Let me see what somebody else says about it, and then put that up as sure. my own opinion. Right. Sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it. I guess it's kind of run its course, but I think part of it, part of why it's still a topic of conversation, is because we're realizing that this isn't an isolated incident, and it isn't, you know, it it wasn't a mistake. And, well, and Brian you know, Altano says that in his letter too. He says yeah. that he naively thought that it was an isolated incident. Yeah, and and I mean, as we've seen with other exposés in the past few years when one person gets exposed they start to scrutinize everyone else and you know for better or for worse this could end up weeding out the video game journalism population you know <laughs> wow did you have an opinion eugene <laughs> Apparently not, because he, he is, has decided he to to. I was going to say, I, I, I guess to kind of close this off. Uh, the um, 
I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you, Steve, and I, I, I just kind of want this to end. Not to the point right. where like it's ruined my want of the whole entire Dead Cells game, but right. at the same time, I, I kind of <laughs> want this to blow over. Like, yeah, okay, this guy was a, kind of a dick. Like, sure, he made a mistake. Um, he, uh, clearly, he knew what he was doing. Like, uh, as you guys were saying, this was not an isolated incident. So, yeah, he needs to pay the pay the repercussions, which probably means that he's, you know, if he ever tries to go to another outlet, he's not going to get hired. No. If he tries to no, set up a not. YouTube channel, nobody's going to follow it. So, like, you know, he's There's made a pretty his good bed chance and, he'll get sued by at least a few outlets. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, I mean, he, you know, he's made his bed. You know, he has to lie in it. I, I guess the only thing that I would have to say maybe in his defense is is that he was saying that, you know, he was under, like, you know, a bunch of pressures and all that stuff. But, like, right. even if you were under a bunch of pressures, like, that doesn't really make it right, you know? Right. So. Okay, so finally we are going to move on to Jay-Z Beast's question. Speaking of Dead Cells, with the <laughs> recent upsurge in Souls-like games, do you guys feel like it's becoming oversaturated, or do the games have enough differences to not cause a burnout? So um, yeah, he does have a follow-up question to this, but I like let's, let, <laughs> let's get get <laughs> this one away out of the way first. Um, I'm gonna say no. Um, there's Salt and Sanctuary that just came out on the Switch. There's Dead Cells, and then obviously Dark Souls. But like, um, I, I think that those games are like you kind of like how you uh, mentioned Jay Z. They are different enough um, to kind of warrant um, their own, you know version or their own purchase i guess so like it's not like that just because i'm going to buy dead cells does not mean that i'm not going to have room in my heart for dark souls you know maybe i'm unique in that respect but um i don't know what do you what is your guys's take on this do you think there's too many souls like games out now i mean i'm just gonna really quickly jump in and jump out because i don't i can't exactly define what a souls like game is i mean i know what i know that dark souls exists <laughs> I know it's a very difficult kind of hack and slash sort of uh, is like action role playing or yeah. just action. Okay. Yeah, action role playing. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I, I guess if I had to, de so here let me decide. Let me def uh, define uh, Dark Souls in three words. I guess it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, gosh, this is going to be a tough one. I can't define it in three words. Screw really? that. Really, uh, hard. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Seriously. Um, um, any, go, go if you have something, go ahead. Well, I, I was, I was just going to say that I, I guess if I had to describe what a dark, a souls like game is, it would be like when you die, you lose pretty much everything. And then you kind of have to start from scratch. Um, sort of like a, a, a roguelike, but the difference is with the souls type is that you still have the opportunity to perhaps, um, go in and get that lost experience or whatever. If you can make it to your, the point in which you died. So. Okay. So it's kind of like shovel knight. Where if you die in a level Shovel Knight, you lose half of your money. But if you can get back to the spot where you died, you can retrieve your money and continue on. Whereas there, if you continue actually, to fail, you'll run out of money. You know what? Actually, I did not put... That's actually part of the reason why I love Shovel Knight so much when it first came out on the 3DS. Because I was equating it to Dark Souls. And I didn't put that together <laughs> until right now, actually. <laughs> So, um, and, and so I guess I have played a Dark Souls-like game, but... Um, so, I mean, fun story, uh, Minecraft does that, too. Yes, when you die, you true. lose all of your gear and all the items you're carrying, but you can get it back if you can get back there quick enough. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think... Like, there is such a thing as oversaturation, certainly, and... Uh, 
and you know like genre fatigue and we mm-hmm. certainly saw that you know about 10 years ago or so with first person shooters particularly you know military first person shooters and we saw that with party games on the Wii and stuff like mm-hmm. that we um, saw it with indie platformers a few years back still seeing it to some degree yeah um so yeah there is a certain but if you can do it well why not like yeah a genre can be beaten into the ground but if you can do it well enough to be recognized for your for for the quality then i don't think it's a bad thing like you know we keep on getting more and more like like he said metroidvania games but and a lot of them just kind of slip through the cracks but the but the really really good ones we all hear about yeah, and people I mean, play I mean, them and same love with them. First-person shooters, right? Like, there's a yeah. million first-person shooters, but all it takes is one Fortnite or one, you know, like to time splitters four, <laughs> right? So, um, to answer, let's get to Jay Z's follow-up question because he does have another one for us. He asks, um, so follow-up question: What are some games or uh, or series that you guys would like to see subgenres made out of? So, like Souls-like or Rogue-like or Metroidvania. Um, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I guess Souls Like would be my question because I like that that genre. But um, I'll circle back around to me, and maybe I'll have something else. No, let me reread this here. I can't really uh, think of an answer for the second question. Like to, to be honest with you, that's a tough um, one, right? So, so what this is saying is, um, like a game. Games are series like to see a subject. So kind of like a Hyrule Warriors, you've got a series and yeah, then you've like got a, another like game that's not game. Okay, alright. Um I don't know. <laughs> this 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 might be something we have to come back to next week after we've had time to think about it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I, I think the only thing that comes to my mind right off the top of my head is that I want to see more um, PUBG-style games. And I say PUBG because that was the first one. But, like, more open-world, like, you know, Fortnite, Battle Royale-type games. That That's a type I, of subgenre I'd like to see grow. I, I'm going to piggyback off of that and, I, and, and say I would like to see more Battlefield, Battlefront-style games where y- you... It, which is what I thought Fortnite was going to be, where you have, like, a hundred people in a playing field, but you respawn when you die, and it's just whoever, or whatever team or whatever player can rack up the most kills. So you're just, so you're basically just wanting a large-scale deathmatch type of thing. Kind of right. like Mag. Did, Do you remember Mag, massive action game in PlayStation I, 3? I remember it existing. I never played it. But <laughs> yeah, pretty probably probably the last and only game I played that was like that was Star Wars Battlefront on the original Xbox, so or Battlefront sure. Two. Um, but I would love to see more of those. I want to see Steve? something else like Minecraft. Like I, I think to all the games that I spend all my time playing on Switch, and the two that really stand out to me are Minecraft and Hyrule Warriors. There's plenty of Musou games out there, so you know if I wanted to play another Musou. I've got, you know, probably 10 other games that are available on Switch I could pick from. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out there that quite does Minecraft the way Minecraft does it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's Dragon Quest Builders that Is does that something in- similar, but not really... Mm-hmm. Um, there's Terraria that is kind of like the 2D go. version yeah. of it. But uh, there's just Lego nothing Worlds. that does... No, yeah. Lego Worlds is not even the same thing. Okay. There's just there's just nothing that does Minecraft the same way Minecraft does it, and I want to see something else that can do it like that. And I know nice. that's kind of a weird answer, but 
Oh, minus says Portal Knight. I need to play that still. Yeah, me too. Can, actually. Okay. I hear All right. About speaking that. of speaking of fatigue, can we stop having games with knight in the title? <laughs> Portal Knight, Shovel Knight, what other Hollow Knight, Knight. Hollow Knight. There's 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 something else knights that I can't think of, but Knight in the yeah. Woods, Knight, Knights in the dr- into Dreams. <sighs> All Knight right, Rider. well, we're going to take a little break before it gets further along the dark into nights. this night, and we'll be right back with Change the System. All right, well, we've made it to the Change the System section. This is where we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. Um, guys, I made an oopsie. I, I I bought Mario or not Mario. I bought Sonic Mania. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell us about this physically Eugene. in the, the collector's edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the I, one who doesn't like Sonic. You were caught by our listeners playing Sonic the other day and outed <laughs> in our Discord to everybody. I, 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 I can't. I, I I almost couldn't pass it up. Like I was at GameStop. I was like, okay. Do you guys have any physical copies of Sonic Mania? She's like, oh yeah, we sure do. I was like, Ugh. okay. And then my girlfriend was there with me because, of course, she's the one that actually likes this game. And then she's so- like, oh, that's awesome. And she's like, oh, but look, we even have one that has the art book. I was like, oh my god. I was like, is that more expensive? She's like, no, it's actually the same price. I was like, um, all right, you got me. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I bought Sonic Mania. I bought so- Sonic Mania Plus from GameStop, to- no less. To add, yeah, right. To add salt to the wound. <laughs> And I'm here to tell you, guys, Sonic still sucks. It's not a good game. Um, it, the, <laughs> it really does. It's not good. Like, everything about this game now made me realize... Now I know why Lucas wasn't here with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the, this, this game makes me realize why I dislike Sonic. And and it's not... I, I, it's, like, basically the same games uh, as what was, you know, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 on the Genesis, like, with, you know, updated stuff. And it, I just don't like the mechanics. Like, the, the jumps are not the same. I want it to be Mario. I want him to control like Mario, and he doesn't. But this isn't Mario Mania. Plus. Well, that's his problem, man. Because <laughs> um, I don't like it. It's just not good. And then plus, once you really get down to it, it's really freaking easy. Like, you just need to keep, like, one ring, and then you can beat the level. Like, come, like uh, I don't care about getting all the damn Chaos Emeralds or all that garbage. Like, yeah, I, t- I can blow through this me, game. Tell me that that final boss is easy, Eugene. I, I had the game for, a, like, all of a day and a half, so I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, I, I did get stuck on my first... The first time I got stuck was, I think, on, like, the third level, the chemical plant. That one was a little bit tough. But um, after I got my... That was when I... Th- on that level is when I started to actually learn Sonic for, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying that. This It started to <laughs> actually learn Sonic and how he controls and everything. Granted, I don't like it. I still don't think that it's a good game. It's just not fun, guys. Like in Mario, for example, there's all these cool secrets to explore. And yeah, Mania has all this fun stuff to go look at too. But like the point of Sonic is to be going fast and to just be running and blazing through the levels. So like, I don't feel like any incentive to actually go and explore you know like and then when i do explore i'm getting these chaos emerald levels which are garbage by the way you're chasing around a stupid robot thingy like i don't like this game so i'm sorry um i i would get i would give it a a a three out of five um anyways um that was a breath of the wild joke guys um (laughs) so moving on to some of the other games i've been playing 
Uh, I think that the majority of my time spent this week was still in Mario Tennis Aces. Um, I think I talked about it earlier in the show, but I finally 100%ed the adventure mode. I had beaten the main campaign already. I also had, um, you know, done some of the tournaments, but I hadn't beaten all of the main campaign because I was missing the stupid Kamek or Kamek or Magikoop, whatever you call him, on the on the damn ship. That one was eluding me. Um, so was another um, one of the one of the missions, I think. But I finally got to beat both of those ones because of the retry feature that got added. Thank you so much, Camelot. Thank you so much, Nintendo, for adding that. Now, now, all I want is for you to give me the option to play like maybe a two set match, maybe a three set match, maybe a five set match. I don't know. Let, give me that option, like, yeah, I, please. I, that- it's it's weird to me that that for some reason they took out the option to change the which have been there ever since the virtual boy yeah. game you've always been able to check whether it's you know one three or five sets and how many games per set i don't know why they took that out yeah it doesn't it, it really doesn't make sense to me it seems like a really easy fix give it to me Camelot. give it to me um, other than that, I do want to talk about briefly my time with Pokemon Go because that's the other game that I've been putting a lot of time into this last week. There was an event this weekend, um, really awesome, the Eevee event. However, I only got one shiny Eevee and I was really sad about it. Um, we were we actually went in Pokemon Go with um, a friend of uh, Heather's, my girlfriend's, and um, she's actually kind of a Pokemon Go noob. However, she ha- got like five shiny Eevees that day. I was so so jealous. Oh my god. It was great. But Evidently, we had a lot of time. When did when Evident- did this event end? Uh, Saturday. Sunday. It was three hours. Or oh. was it Sunday? It was oh, Saturday okay, and Sunday. Three hours oh, okay. each day. There was an Eevee in my house earlier today, and I didn't try to catch it. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> did I miss the opportunity? Well, you did miss the opportunity for I the shinies. Of. I mean, I'm sure they'll yeah. still be around, but they're mm. not going to be as you know prominent. Like right. literally, I was walking down the street and there were like 15 Eevees at, at, at each Pokestop. So oh, like yeah, it was and then great. I think evolving your Eevee gave it a special move if you evolved. Uh, it. Not evolving it, catching it, catching oh, okay. it. So um, the if you kept if you caught. All of the Eevees that are caught during the event, I think, had um, struggle or something like that. I'll have to look it up. I'll ch- I'll check Trump, right now. Was it Trump card? No, um, I can't remember the I can't remember the actual move. But um, anyways, I I ha- I'm still having a good time with Pokemon Go. I know that you guys, well, at least Steve, I know that you had um, yeah, uninstalled. Yeah, I, I deleted it again. Yeah. So I'm boring. But yeah, Pokemon Go still fun. I'm doing it. Um, I'll let you know what move my Eevee has here after a bit. Um, who wants to go next? I can go next. Um, I played Minecraft this week. Can you believe that? <laughs> like, my, I never play Minecraft. It was very strange for me to do so. Um, Didn't you have a few days off to do so, too? Yeah, um, but I'm still on days off, actually. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but the move fine. is Last Resort. Uh, okay. I knew it was one of those moves you could only use at the end of a set. Um but yeah, so I took on an interesting project this weekend. Um, I decided to build a minecart station. Trench. Well, it, it's above the big old trench. Um, <laughs> but what it is, it's a minecart station where it's got 10 platforms on it. Well, actually 11. It's got 11 like pillars that you see right when you walk up to it. And they each have a button and a redstone lamp. And when you push the button, it'll switch the track that you're getting on. And then you put your minecart on the track and push the go button. 
and it takes you to whatever destination you've selected. And then as you start going to that destination, it resets the uh, buttons so the next person can hop on and go somewhere else. And then when you come back, it actually puts you at a different spot. That way you don't generally collide with somebody that's heading out unless they head out at just the wrong moment. Um, so basically the way I did it was there's a 12-minute uh, YouTube video that I found that kind of detailed how to build this particular setup. Mm-hmm. And I watched that 12-minute video 15 seconds at a time yeah. over the course of 45 minutes and basically built the reset button. And then I, you know, watched it again to build the stations, the the 10 different stations. And then once you build your first station, you just mimic that station for the other nine. So, yes, good call, Justin. Um, I, I, I was going to say, are, are you going to be one of those people that, like, starts building calculators out of Minecraft and stuff? No, I'm not that good with redstone. Like, this was a simple, simple project that I did, and it took me basically all weekend. Because after I built the stations, then I had to build the tracks going to people's bases. I did three in one night. I did one another night one another night and then i did the one to lucas's new base which is called okay. justin you've played sonic haven't you hydrosity zone so uh lucas's new base is called hydrosity after the sonic area it was two thousand blocks away it oh, took gosh. me like two with lucas's help it took me like two and a half hours to build the track to his new base but it's done um, so yeah, so that was the bulk of what I've played. Um, I've also been in, on a Power Rangers kick lately. So I fired up my DS and my Super Nintendo emulator that I have on there. And I played Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. You, you know what you need? You need the Game Gear games. The Game Gear games are like two of the best, two of my favorite games of all Gear time, let alone Power Rangers. <laughs> I wonder if I can do a Game Gear emulator on my um, DS flash card. I'll have to look into that. I don't know. But I've so got it emulated on can. my NES Classic. So yeah, But yeah, so I played uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. They are both side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Back when I used to play those games on the Super Nintendo, I actually used to prefer the movie, Power Rangers the movie. Because it had an upper plane and a lower plane that you could do battle on. It um, also had Tommy. Pro- yeah, that too. The, the problem Super, with the that Super game, Nintendo though, got the the Nintendo Power Ranger games got shafted in that respect. The Sega ones got the Green Ranger for some reason. Yeah, they weren't the in the Sega Nintendo ones. Have ones. crappy music. Well, the Sega ones Com- compared to the Super Nintendo music. I don't like the, the Sega, Sega one. The Sega ones have a crappy sound card. Like the Sega sound yeah. sucks. But, but so, chip, um, I guess. Power Rangers the movie on both Genesis and Game Gear has songs from the series reproduced in, you know, in-game MIDI. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to look those up. Um, but the thing I don't like about Power Rangers the movie is if the enemies even touch you, you take damage. Um, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you can actually do like three or four hit combos and you can pick the putties up and throw them against one of their counterparts 
Um, it just <laughs> seems a lot more free with what you can do. It feels more like a traditional beat em up. It sounds like Ninja than just Turtles. Just one punch that you're dead. Yeah, very much like Ninja Turtles, actually. Um, whereas, again, Power Rangers, the movie, you just kind of have to stay arms there you know arms reach away from them and then he, hit them that way yeah i put power ranger when when i uh hacked my super nice class i'm sorry i'm kind of taking over your spot no, you're here. fine um when i when i hacked my super nice classic and was putting games on it i put power rangers the movie the super nintendo version on it and mostly for my kids and my uh four-year-old saw it and wanted to play it i think he played it for about five minutes and and did and yeah. didn't like it and put it away so that's why i made sure i got the game gear and genesis ones and that's the other thing too is wanting to play those two games again almost brought me to buy a super nintendo classic (laughs) this weekend because i was i had one in my hand at best buy and i'm like no i can't justify 80 dollars just to put two games on it because that's all i really wanted to play on it that i couldn't play elsewhere and then I also looked at the list that you sent me that shows the compatibility and saw that I'd have to patch one of the games. And I'm like, nah, I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> I mean, really, really all you have to do is set it to open and you have to install RetroArch and then just have the game open in RetroArch instead of the native... Oh, I thought native you had to con- apply in a patch to it, too. I don't think so. Um, I haven't tried those games, but or the I haven't... I haven't tried to do that, but I know Clay Fighter Tournament Edition is not compatible with the built-in emulator, but if you set it to open in RetroArch, it runs just fine. You'll have to <laughs> let me know on the Power Ranger games, because if I don't have to patch it and I can just toss it on there and tell it to open through RetroArch, yeah. I might go buy that on my next paycheck. I'll, I'll play with it um, and and see if I can get it to work. Um, th- but yeah, there's certain games, certain Super NES games that if they don't work, if they don't work in Canoe, um, you can open them in RetroArch, and usually it'll work. So, so and while we're talking about it, before you start, Justin, um, last week's show music was actually from Power Rangers the Game Boy game, and. I don't remember the game being very good, but I also don't remember the soundtrack being as good as it is. Um, I'll have to put the... I, I still need to load the files into our drive, Justin. Okay. But holy... Pika. That soundtrack is good. Okay. I'll have, good. I'll have to hook you up with the with the Game Gear uh, Power Ranger music, because it's pretty yeah. awesome, especially if you know like Ron Wasserman's music from the series. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've got several of his albums. Um, so, uh, speaking of the, uh, classic editions, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. Um, I've turned on my Switch, but haven't really been in the mood to play anything on it, and since nobody's ever playing anything I want to play online with them at the time that I'm available to play, I haven't been doing, you know, I haven't been playing Paladins, I haven't been playing Fortnite, I haven't been playing... That's a lot of conditional statements there. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) I pretty much play games from roughly 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if it's not that time, uh, then and you know if nobody's playing during that time, then I just play something else. On the plus side, got a lot of stuff on my uh, classic editions. Like I said, I've been playing uh, uh, Dream Factory, also known as Doki Doki Panic. Um, and, uh, that's been 
pretty pretty fun to go through. A little bit tougher than Super Mario Brothers Two. There's no mm. run function. Um, I forgot about that. And uh, you know, just some of the enemies behave differently. But uh, I've been playing that. I've been playing through uh, Moonwalker on the Genesis. Oh God. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's repetitive, but. I mean, for a licensed game based on a really, really weird movie with no plot, um, it's actually pretty fun. <laughs> um, I have been playing another game that I'm keeping a secret now because I think I'm going to do it as a retro review when I'm when I'm uh, done with it. Illusion of Gaia? No. As a matter of fact. Um I have been playing Ghostbusters 2 on the Game Boy, which is the only version of mm. Ghostbusters 2 I have not completed. I completed on the original NES. I completed the new Ghostbusters 2 from HAL uh, sometime last year. So this is the only one I haven't finished yet. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, I'm nearing the end of, which means I'll be starting 3 as soon as I'm done. Adventures of Lolo, which I think I finally reached the point that I can't get any farther in it. <laughs> that game's tough. It is tough, and even using, even abusing safe states. Oh, I finally finished the medium difficulty of the original Star Fox, hmm. and started. I'm about two, three levels into the hard mode, so I'm going to finally get to see everything that that game has to offer after however many years it's existed. Almost 25, I think. Um, da -da -da -da. I do want to throw out a real quick, um, a real quick kind of kind of mini review here because I bought something last week. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was playing. Uh, I think it was Breath of the Wild, whatever I was playing, and my uh, Switch Pro controller died on me, which does which doesn't happen very often. But I had to resort to using the Joy-Con. Pardon me. Using the Joy-Con in the in the grip, uh, which is not optimal for me. It was fine when I first got it, but um, just now that you got the Pro controller, it's like yeah, it's a little yeah. too small for my hands. But I had heard that another company made a Switch controller grip that might that might suit my needs a little bit more. So I went. Out, I saw one used at GameStop. It comes from Power A. Um. And it's a little bit cheaper than the Nintendo one. There's no metal pieces. Um, it clips in through plastic. But it's still, uh, it's still, if you're watching the live stream, like, it still lights up when you press the buttons. So you can still make sure everything's connected. Wha the reason I was looking for this is, um, it's a little better for larger hands. The midsection here is a little bit wider. The grips stick out a little bit more, and they're a little bit, like, kind of thicker for bigger hands. Plus, they've got kind of a rubberized back to them, so they're a little grippier. And I haven't gotten a whole lot of time with it, but just holding in my hand, it already feels a lot more comfortable than the official Nintendo grip. So if you're looking for a replacement Joy-Con grip, um, I recommend looking at Power A. Uh, power that a, one is just like the shell one, right? It doesn't have the actual charging mechanism. Yeah, no, thing it doesn't. To it? It, okay. It's basically it's basically just a hunk of plastic that they slide into. Mm -hmm. But it is officially licensed by Nintendo. Um, 
and uh, you can find them at GameStop. They also have ones with uh, Mario designs on them. They've got one with a Breath of the Wild design. They've got a Splatoon one. And I think they've got one for every color, maybe not every color Joy-Con. They have a they have a Mario Red one for the red Joy-Cons. They've got the black one for the gray Joy-Con. And then they've got uh, the Splatoon one has the Splatoon colors on it. So Nice. Um, yeah, so if you're looking, if, if you don't have a pro controller, you're not looking to buy a pro controller, but you're not you're not in love with the grip that came with the switch look into power a they're available everywhere and i think it's um noticeably more comfortable than the nintendo one interesting for people with big hands i guess huh well you know. all right <laughs> well that was that um great we've played all the games we've changed all the systems we've well, Justin's won all the Nintendo's. <laughs> We've um, Nintend all the tunes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for today's show. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, if you're watching us live, um, thank you very much. I know you're not watching us on YouTube because they suck tonight. But um, if you watch the Twitch or the YouTube channel after the fact, make sure to like the video. We would really appreciate that. Um, on Twitch, I'm not sure how it works. I think you can like thumbs up it or something like that. I don't know. Do the <laughs> thing on the Twitches. That'd be great too. We appreciate that as well. Um, if you want to find all the things that Infendo is doing, just go to Infendo.com. You can go to our Patreon from there. You can go to our merch shop. You can, uh, like I mentioned before, you can add your friend codes to our friend code table, the ever-growing friend code table. It's got, it's got all kinds of fun stuff on there. Pokemon Go codes. It's got Minecraft IDs if you want to join in on Bubbletopia or whatever the hell that thing is called. Bamful Stamp. I'll get it one day. No, you, um, won't. <laughs> you, you will you get my all the one things. day. Oh no, 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 not you, Gable Gobble, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, please go to Infender.com. We'd appreciate that. Um, you can follow us all from there as well. Um, if you want to just follow me, you can do that on Twitter by going to at Infendo Eugene. If you want to follow everything Infendo is doing, just go ahead and follow at Infendo on Twitter. Where can we find you this week, Steve? All right. Um, you can find Lucas, who's not here tonight, at <laughs> Chromatic Hue on Twitter. And he has a Patreon. I think you go to, what, ChromaticHue.com? Uh, no, you go to HueAdventure.com. HueAdventure.com. I knew it was one of those two. It has Hue, damn it. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter. Um, you can also find me in our Minecraft realm. Um, shoot Lucas a message don't of shoot some Lucas. sort. Well, yeah, don't shoot Lucas, but um, get Lucas a message with your Microsoft account information, and he will get you an invite to the realm. It's really taking shape. Like, it's really cool. Lucas has started on his second phase. I'm about to start on mine. Um, I spend way too much time there, like an ungodly amount of time. And that's about all I do anymore. Minecraft, the show, Twitter. Yep, that's it. Oh, at Gentis1 on Twitter. I can't remember if I actually said that. Nice. Where can we, the people, find you, Justin? Um, we you can people? find me on <laughs> what? Oh, he said, we the people. I got distracted. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. I almost forgot what my Twitter handle was. Um, 
all of my uh, all of my gaming stuff is there in my profile. So uh, shoot me a friend request if you want to play something with me. My pinned tweet says all the games that I like to play with people when I'm playing the Switch, um, which again is usually late at night my time. Um, I also write and tweet about um, Disney, Disney World, Disney Parks. At Utilidork, U-T-I-L-I-D-O-R-K. Um, I've got a blog that I'm hoping to someday expand into a multimedia extravaganza at Utilidork.com. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a new blog going up on that probably in the coming week. So uh, look out for that. And uh, if anybody would like to help me with uh, uh, podcast or vlogs for Utilidork. If you love Disney and you got a lot of information, hit me up. I need partners. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very nice. All right. Well, um, don't forget to go to our Discord channel and come play some games with some cool people. Like we said before, you can add your friend codes. You can do the things. Come hang out. We have a good time in there. We don't bite. Well, Jessa does, but not hard. Um, all right. Well, we are going to get out of here for the night, guys. We will catch you all later. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and good night. Bye, everyone. Don't forget to visit Nintendo.com to catch up on all the other Nintendo news we don't have time to talk about.